The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello and welcome back to Home is Where Hallmark is. It has been a while and I'm just laughing because this is round two because I was having some technical difficulties according to my dear friend Amzy. My am sounded like an alien, which I'm actually okay with. Probably better than my, than my actual accent. We are so happy to be back. It has been a while. We have not recorded since December and um, we're just back just in time for Christmas in July, which actually started about the end of June, <laughs> about a week at the end of June. I've been enjoying it during the day. I leave it on um, after I finish watching the Andy Griffith show or Hazel. I love it. Um, so a lot to talk about. We're going to catch up on recapping or reviewing uh, Chesapeake Shores. We're starting at season three. I think we touched on some of it, but we're going to start up with it again because boy, do we have a lot to say about season three. We're going to go over upcoming movies. We're going to talk about Amber's favorite Hollywood well, one of them, Ryan uh, Pavey, Pavey, I can never say his last name, who was in the news recently and all sorts of other stuff, my darling Ambs, how are you, my love? I am great. So glad to be with you again recording. It's been too long. It has, and Amber has been moonlighting. She has been doing movie reviews. She has been cheating on the chair shop, but that's okay. Everybody's all over the place. With Mark, I can never say his last name. How do you say Mark? Radican, I think, is how you say it. Yeah, we can't say it. Mark, if you're listening, we apologize, but please tell us how do you say your last name. We promise to pay attention next time you're on air. Um, I'm so bad with last names. Even Rattledge. Though. I think it's Rattledge, actually. I'm yeah, sorry. That, that, that sounds That's good. That's it. Um, and they, he has his own little uh, spot, and they're also on W2M. Yes. Yes. Um, another great. Uh, group friends of ours of course um we all know each other so check those out um really great movie reviews i think they just re reviewed elvis which i desperately want to say yes and i'm a huge elvis fan as i'm sure if you've listened to any of these podcasts i think we've talked about that i um, do i love elvis so um it was i was really impressed so definitely go and find that uh review and go see the movie you know, I'll just I'll just say this about the Elvis movie. You knew it was going to be good. I had this conversation with my sister. I was down in Maryland a few weeks ago, um, beginning of June, actually, so about a month ago. And I had this conversation with my sister. You knew the Elvis movie was going to be at least decent or good because Priscilla raved about it. Because yes. even if she had given her permission, if she didn't like it, she was not going to say she liked it. So yes, and uh, if, if we all know anything about Priscilla, if you've ever been to Graceland or anything, she is very, very picky about making sure things are authentic to how Elvis wanted it back when they were mm -hmm. he was still alive. And I was hesitant when they said they were making the film, but I and I was really didn't want to go see it. I was really worried it was going to be really bad. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And then when she came out on her Facebook page and said, go see it. It's definitely accurate. It's perfect. It's great. I was like, okay, now I'm all right. (laughs) Let's go. That's exactly how, that's exactly how um, I felt. And even Lisa Marie gave it a seal of approval. And she, I think in some ways is even tougher than um, her mom uh, with it. But, I, you know, I would definitely will a little bit because I'm not a huge fan of Tom Hanks. Nobody come at me for that if anybody's actually listening to us. I'm just not, you know. Um, but we won't get into that. But I heard great. Everybody I know has seen it. The reviews are amazing. I hope it wins every award possible. And the gentleman playing Elvis has a wonderful um, career. But, yeah, Am- Amber and I, one great thing about Amber's eye is, like, we kind of live worlds apart. I mean, we're in the same country, but... Um, big city country girl kind of, you know, kind of thing but we have so much in common it's awesome which is why her husband um our jason was like you two have to like you know get together and so but i've been enjoying um i apologize for all my elves i have been enjoying the early christmas and july you know christmas and june stuff they've been showing a lot of and i've noticed they've been showing a couple of quick comments on this don't ask me the titles they've been showing you know i don't know them i should because we're podcasting about it but i don't <laughs> I did see today one of my favorites, um, Don't Kiss a Man in an Ugly Christmas Sweater. I really enjoyed it because I feel like the couple's a little bit more authentic and real than some of the couples um, that we get. And, you know, they show a lot of popular ones. I have noticed that we have not not seen one Candace Cameron and not one Danica. So I'm curious if we'll see those movies in rotation. Um, Well, I'm I'm looking at the schedule here for all the movies and... It looks like Crown for Christmas is on here on the 17th, and I'm pretty sure I think Danica is in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, All right. But you know how usually they're, like, heavy in rotation? Yeah. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I mean, not saying, I mean, I don't have it on all, all the time, and sometimes it's just in the background. But it's like usually it's pretty, you know, heavy on the two of them. And they've been showing a lot of like 2013, 2014, 2015. And the first point I'd like to go into very quickly is something that your man Ryan said in an interview um, that was posted. I'm a lovely man, Ryan. Okay, so Ryan's on, first of all, like 17 times a week, right? <laughs> I did not realize this man did something. And not even like repeating the movie that I've seen, you know? I did not even realize this man did so many christmas movies you know whatever <laughs> like you know whatever so but he's on like almost i swear to god he's on like every day because i'm always like oh there's amber's man and i'm not talking jason you know he's like the he he, he is the, like the picture book version of like a prince as far as like i'm concerned like he is the I guess what they would call, I used to call a certain store that I used to go to all the time and buy clothes, the Mecca is what I called it. And I feel like he is like the Mecca of pretty, like, beautiful men. So and- I just, I, no, it's, it's funny you said that because he is. But I just saw on the internet as I was, you know, double checking, like, you know, um, Hallmark, mm, Hallmark News that we might have wanted to talk about or whatnot. And it's, I was looking for the Ryan Pavey interview um, that I'm about to mention. And there was another article that said Ryan Pavey is the Tom Cruise of Hallmark movies. And how perfectly accurate is that? Because it's true. Yeah. It's it's true. He does like the more action-y ones, you know, and rugged, you know, rugged ones. Um, but in this interview, he said that the Hallmark, ex- and he's one of the guys that have signed an exclusive deal, thank goodness, Um 
because he said that, you know, Hallmark executives are listening and that they're going to try to get away from or that they will be getting away from the very cookie cutter feel of, you know, the Christmas movies. And also one thing I which is great. Now, one thing I noticed during, you know, my viewing of the, early, you know, early Christmas in June stuff is and they're showing 2013, 2014, you know, like that is that they weren't always so cookie cutter. The plots had more depth, you know. It wasn't as, they weren't as paint by number. I mean, it was the same thing. It was Christmas theme, somebody got lost, but the characters seemed to have more depth. It didn't seem as like you can just insert any character into the plot, into the movie, and right. have this, you know, the same movie. There was like other things, you know, um, going on. There was just more meat to the story rather than sugar. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with. Hallmark is really, really, really good at churning out those movies. And mm-hmm. I think there was such a demand for new ones that maybe they were falling into that, you know, niche too much. Mm-hmm. Maybe they needed to, like, do less but more. You know what right. I mean? Oh, at absolutely. this point, they've got million. you know, they've got a gazillion of them. And I'll yeah. watch every one of them a million times. Well, there's some that I wouldn't watch a million times that I don't like, but... I mean, the ones that I like, I'll watch 200 times. Like, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year is one of the ones that I really love. Neither of those actor or the actress do Hallmark movies anymore. I think it's from, like, 2011 or something. And it's one of my favorites. But I will watch that thing five, six, ten times during Christmas because it's my favorite. So, yeah. yeah. I did get to see one of my favorites, the one on the train, Christmas on the train, whatever. I don't know the name of it. Don't, you know, don't ask Next me. Next Stop Christmas. Yeah, no, not that mm-hmm. one. Not the newest one, the older one. The older one where um, he's a report, he's a writer and he's on the train. Um, I can't Joe, remember that one. Joan Cusack is in it. It's like, it's a really good one. I have to look up the title. Like, you think I would know it. Um. I so I mean I've seen a lot of ones whose again titles I should know. I apologize that I do not know them. Um oh, on right now, which I do not have on, if I look at the schedule, is on the, the twelfth date of Christmas. I really enjoy that one with the scavenger hunt. Yes. I really I you know I talking about that one. I really enjoy that one. So, I mean, they've been showing a lot of the ones that they showed during, you know, the whole the whole thing. I mean, we all, you know, know what they are, but they've been showing some that were, you know, um, from a few years earlier. And I enjoyed those because they had a little bit more um, to them. Again, I mean, they've been showing, you know, Christmas in the Plaza, Christmas Next Door. These are the ones that were, you know, on today. So all titles we know, all people we know, obviously. And it's been fun. And I'm looking forward to um, Christmas in, you know, Christmas in July. Because I just leave it, you know, on all day. But I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do to break out of um, their mold. And Mahogany, their Mahogany series has one coming on, which I'm trying to find the... um, the title of it. Have you seen the um, preview for that one? The commercial for that one? I don't think so. What's it called? I'm going to tell you right now. As soon as I find it. Is it a Christmas one? Um, I don't think. No. You know what one I have not seen that has our favorite gentleman in it? 
Mm -hmm. Is the uh, Christmas window more window? What is it? Winter or window wonderland? Let me try that again. That has our lovely um, Paul Campbell in it. I haven't seen that one. They didn't play it at all last year. Wait, which one is that? I don't know if I know that one. It's the one where him and her both work at like kind of like Macy's or something in New York or like a, you uh, know, in a big city. Uh, and they are like uh, having a competition on who can who can design the best window um, display. Mm -hmm. And whoever can whoever can come up with the best window display gets the main job. And it's I, of course it's got Paul Campbell in it, who's like our favorite. Yes, I have not seen that one forever. So the one from Mahogany, um, not to cut you off or change the subject, because I want to say something about Paul Campbell in a minute, is called "About Unthinkably Good Things," and it's at uh, says at a crossroads in her career and love life, Allison, played by Karen Pittman, is in need of the love and support of her two friends, Melina, played by Joyful Drake. This is straight off Hallmark um, movies and mysteries, and Risa, played by Erica Ash. When they visit her in Tuscany, Hallmark has this love affair with Italy this past few months. You know, I don't know this. The reunion, nothing against that. The reunion causes each woman to re-examine the state of her own life and relationships. While they have different personalities and perspectives, they know each other's truths and help to make life-changing decision, decisions between the good wine, delicious food, and a healthy serving of romance set against the beautiful backdrop of Tuscany. The three women relish in the importance of friendship and inspire each other to make this next season the best one yet and take the leap to pursue life the life and the love they've always wanted. It stars Karen, Joyful Erica, Lance Grosh, Jermaine Love, and Luca Setta. Now, we've seen a few set in Italy in the past, you know, few months of new movies. There was the the one with the wedding veil, and then there was mm -hmm. the one with the and all sorts of stuff. And this one looks, and they were good, but especially the wedding veil series. This one looks so good. The acting looks so good in this one. I am so excited to see this. Um, it just looks very fresh, you know, and just from the, I mean, Hallmark movies and mysteries, and we've said this before, tends to have some of the better acting and plot lines. Yeah. You know, less, it's less cookie cutter, but this one is so fresh, not just because it's African American women, just like the action and the fact that it doesn't seem as, you know, cookie cutter, even for Hallmark, you know, movies and mysteries. And I, I still always want to say murder and mysteries, but that's not up Hallmark's alley. Um, then you have to check out the preview. It looks really, it looks really good. Um, and I think it's on in a few weeks. The website is not, oh, it's on August 28th. So they're actually heavily promoting it already. So that's oh, wow, yeah, that's like yeah, so that's that's really good. I'm very much looking forward to that one. But okay, so where do you want to start, my lovey? Do you want to start with what's coming up with Christmas in July? Yeah, or since we're talking about Christmas, we'll go ahead and do the Christmas in July, and then we'll end with the Chesapeake Shores season okay. three part one. Okay, so. So between July and the, between July, no, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Hallmark Channel, we're a massive. The Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries will be premiering five new movies in July, um, starting July 9th and ending July 31st. Three of these movies will be Christmas movies. I thought they were all movies, but they're not. Uh, all Christmas movies, I know. I'm a hot mess. 
So first one we got is my grown-up Christmas list, which I'm told that Kayla Wallace and Kevin McGeary, McGarry, who are the stars, are actually a couple in real life. I have to Google that. So it says, Taylor, a journalist, and Luke in the military share a special bond that grows between them over the course of several Christmases that they spend together and apart. I like this concept because have you seen the have you seen the trailer? Have you seen the commercial? I've not seen the trailer yet. Okay, so in it, his character Luke says, "How do basically it's like how do I convince this woman that you know we're meant to be when I'm going to be gone a year?" So the couple is not actually together. You know hmm. the whole really they're not in the same. I mean they're together as a couple, but they're not in the same place. You know, so I think that's a nice take on it because there's obviously many people who are in long distance relationships, you know, and especially like, you know, in in the military. And and it's like a little different recipe there because it's got the over several Christmases, I think is what you said. Mm -hmm. Um, It sounds a little different than what, you know, they've been. Usually the whole storyline takes place in like a couple of weeks. Yeah, like a month or something. Sometimes it's like a whole weekend, and you're like, give me a break. (laughs) No, I don't think it's like, you know, that's what. So that one is going to be on the Hallmark Channel on July 9th at 8 p.m. The next one is Campfire Christmas. Romance rekindles to Peyton and her closest friends when her parents decide to host a holiday-themed reunion before selling their family-owned summer camp. Oh, Lord. That's a new one. All right. So, but I like that because it goes with the Christmas in July theme. It's a summer camp. That's kind of cute. I'll give it to them. I'll give it to them. Tori and yes. Corbin Blue. Also, I don't know. I like that. Jeffrey Bauer uh, Chapman, Caitlin Stryker, Matt Hamilton, and Alex Santos are the main cast listed. And that, I have not seen a commercial for this one. And that is Saturday, July 16th, also on the Walmart channel. That sounds kind of cute. It goes along with a lot of the tropes, like there's something being sold. Right. Well, you should know that cordon blue from something else. Maybe you don't know what it is because you probably don't have a teenage daughter. <laughs> hey, but what? he played he, in. Oh, um, oh, don't tell me. I know what it is. And I can't think of it. I've seen it. And Kim, my friend Kimberly is obsessed with it. High School Musical. Yes, 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 yes. He played um, Troy's best friend. And I cannot remember the character. Um, but he's very, very good. He's, he's very good. After, very good actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like him a lot. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Look at a younger crowd. I kind of like that. Um, Christmas in Toyland. Okay. A toy store data analyst attempts to save hundreds of jobs right before Christmas to help keep the in-store experience alive. Okay, it sounds like a combination of a few things we've seen before, but that's okay. Vanessa Lenges and Jesse Hutch. I know the names. I'd have to look them up because I'm a horrible person. And that one's on Saturday, July 23rd at 8 p.m. I will be at a wedding that day, so I'll definitely be DVRing that one. Um, haven't seen anything about that one either. I mean, this toy store data analyst doesn't sound, you know. I like it because it sounds like a realistic job. Yeah. <laughs> but doesn't like, uh, you know. I don't um, think I've ever heard of her before, like in this in I, Hallmark. I feel like I know. I'm gonna Google it because I feel like I know the name, but I can't place her. 
She um, looks super familiar. I think he's been in Hallmark movies before. Yeah, he. You def- Google him, you Google her. I'll Google him. Okay. Let's see, this is our new format, by the way. We're just kind of going with this and talking yeah, about what we want to talk about. As we go. We're making it up as we go along. Yeah, Jess Hutch. Oh, she's super. Oh, she Jesse Hutch. She kind of reminds me of Lacey. And this guy's like super attractive. Mm-hmm. Like he's got the a little bit of bad boy tone. So some say reminds you of a young Tom Cruiser, Matt Damon. Well, I don't think Matt. No offense to Matt Damon, but I don't think he's attractive at all. But uh, he's very very pretty. Let's see. He's been in the Butterfly Effect back in two thousand and four. Oh. Surely you've done something since then. That's where I know her from, I think. Hold on. Let me... Hold on. First of all, I think this article spelled her name wrong. Okay, so he was in Supernatural for, like, multiple appearances. Did you ever watch... I'm I'm gonna look... I never watched Supernatural, but I'm gonna look at him in a second. Bruno, stop. Did you ever watch Glee? Yeah. Yeah, I watched Glee. Do you do you remember the rich girl who couldn't sing but was in them for a while, with them for a while? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I remember her. Yeah, that's her. She's adorable. I loved her character. Sugar. She was sugar ugly. Okay, so he was in Chateau Christmas in 2020. Oh, oh yeah, she- he's done. He's done several Christmas movies. I know for a fact that one is a Hallmark movie. She's a, she's done a lot. You would, people would know her from a lot. She was on Glee, um, Resident Advisors. She does some voice work. Bruno, lay down. Um, she was in Heart of the Holidays as Sam Wallace. Um, and she's on uh, Turner and Hooch, actually. She plays Erica. So, yeah, I, 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 actually, I really liked her. Hold on. I'm just trying to close out some tabs. And let me get back to this other one here. And do, 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 do. okay, this one. Okay, so those are the three Christmas ones. Now, this one is called a splash of love, and it's a twist on something we've seen before. Okay, a PhD student. I can't even say this. A PhD student expands her studies to include the whales of the Pacific Northwest. There, she meets a whale watching tour guide, and they soon find themselves bonding over more than just orcas. Who the hell wrote this? Because that doesn't capture me at all. It makes me want to laugh. No offense, offense to Rihanna Fish and Ben Hollingsworth, but we've seen this with the one with where she's trying to find like the special waterfall and the other girl who wants to like climb a mountain or whatever the hell she, she want to do. I mean, so it's <laughs> another trope, you know, and it's going to be very outdoorsy and there's probably going to be a lot of green screen and I sound really cranky, but that sounds like bad fan fiction. It doesn't come on until the end of the month. Yeah. Okay. And then this one is also a take on things we've seen in many areas, not just Hallmark, but it could be fun. If 14 love letters, after historic lo- love letters, okay, so we, the previous one's on Hallmark Channel as well on July 30th. 14 love letters. After, his, after historic love letters start anonymously appearing in Kaylee Sharp's mailbox, the hobby farm. The hobby former searches for her secret admirer and opens herself up to love. 
cast Vanessa Sears, Franco Lopresti, and Madeline or Madeline Claude. That's on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And that's the last one, actually, that's on my, um, my it site. It kind of reminds me of that one with he's the, um, they meet in college. He gives her a ride home for Christmas. They both work at the radio station. And then he's all into Christmas. And then several years later, like 10 years later, um, he's like the main radio guy on the channel. And I can't remember what it's called. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yes, it definitely reminds me of that. And she like makes him little, little um, gifts. Mm-hmm. Is it the 12 mm-hmm. gifts of Christmas? I think maybe so. the 12 gifts of Christmas. Yeah, so I mean, they don't sound that the last two kind of made me chuckle. The Christmas ones sound actually kind of um, um, fun. So, and again, throughout the month, they're going to be showing all of our favorite Christmas ones so we can have a little cheer as we're suffering from this horrible heat because I hate the heat. Um, so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm actually looking forward to being able to catch some that I haven't. I haven't seen. I mean, I would have twinkle lights up all year if I could. I do have a little thing of them in my bedroom, but I love lights, so I, I would do that. So it'll be kind of nice. Now, before we move on to Chesapeake Shores, let's talk about one last new movie that was kind of announced, and there's a couple of things maybe we can go over if we have time at the end. A Grey's Anatomy star is heading to Hallmark for a brand new po- body positivity movie. <sighs> J.C. Elliott, who plays surgical resident Taryn Helm since season 14 and now like on 37 or something, will lead Hallmark's new original film, Romance and Style, with Benjamin Hollingsworth of Virgin River. Love him. Elliott will play aspiring plus-size fashion designer Ella, who wants to create clothing for women just like her, while Hollingsworth will portray Derek, a prince of publishing. The official synopsis reads, Ella's you." Oh, it's Ella. Ella's unique designs inspire publishing mogul Derek to include plus-size fashions in his magazine. It's not long before Derek realizes Ella influ- Ella's influence reaches far beyond the catwalk. I swear to freaking on everything in the universe, if this turns into like, oh, she, you know, she. First of all, the actress, she's beautiful, and she was actually she's actually lost weight, which you know, fabulous. I'm not saying anything about that. She was bigger, so she'll understand the role. It's not like they're taking like a thin girl and pretending she used to be like super fat, you know, this is an actress that was bigger and lost weight, you know? So it's not that, but if this turns out to be one of those, he has to see past her really not anymore. Plus size body. She's curvier. Um, but she's about the size of like, Oh, the lady, the bigger chicken roadhouse romance, whatever her name is. Yeah. They're really not that different size-wise anymore. And I'm not knocking her. She's a beautiful girl, and she did lose weight, so she understands what's behind it, you know, how, like, it really is. But if it's one of those things where, like, oh, my God, you want to be with her, and she's, like, so much bigger, and he has to see past that and accept her. But so I don't wait. I swear to God, I'll break my TV. Like, I'm happy yeah. to get. I'm happy to see it, but if it's filled with stereotypical, oh my God, can the fat girl get the hot guy nonsense, I will be storming Hallmark myself. <laughs> Come on, well, you, you know I'm a little right. I know you're right. I know you're right. And it's Lauren Elena that played in Roadhouse, Roadhouse Romance. Yeah, I loved her. And she was probably one of the most 
more Correct. realistic women yes. body and I love shapes it. that I have seen. But I she's love- still she's absolutely gorgeous. Like my husband has yeah. a super super crush. He calls her the hot girl in the Hallmark movie that we watched at Christmas. That's what he calls her. <laughs> Hold on one second. You really killed that bunny, didn't you? You really killed him. My dog's a murderer, not a real bunny. But see, okay, see that so that's my point. I mean, she's gorgeous. And that was just our little friend there, Tyler, you know, being like, hey, I like this chick. Her curves, her this, her that, it didn't matter. You know, that's my thing. We don't need a movie where, like, oh, he has to, you know, accept her. Or people have to accept this hot guy with the girl who's curvier. You know what I mean? She can just... Well, I have a feeling there's going to be some of that because I just oh, have a feeling there's going to be some... Tells you right there that that's basically what it's going to be about. So I know. So we'll see. <laughs> I'll give it the benefit we'll of the doubt. I got my rant out, you know. Well, do uh, we? While while you're ranting, do we want to go over the list of people that have decided to leave Hallmark? Yes, lead me through it, my dear. Okay, so let me get back to. I had this pulled up, and then. It stars at last. I know that so the big one is Candace Cameron Bure. Mm-hmm. The queen of Hallmark has decided to leave Hallmark and has left Hallmark for GAC. <laughs> and I don't talk about this a lot, but I am somewhat Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a feeling that this is due to the inclusivity that Hallmark has started to include, which I have absolutely no problem with at all. Mm-hmm. Um, millions of different people live their lives in a million different ways, and I am cool with that. You do you. <laughs> I'll do me. So, But it kind of makes me look on these as that's why that's the only reason why I could think of that the queen of Hallmark would decide to leave what is your opinion on that um I have a couple of opinions on this I do think that part of it is that the guy who runs it now you know really um pushed off her career over there type of thing um I think that some of it does have to do with the fact that she's kind of ultra Christian, which, you know, hey, that's fine. You do you as long as you're, you know, a good person and everything. That's how I feel about it. Like, don't um, condemn people for living their lives. You don't have to agree with their life. You just have to be respectful to the person, you know, and right. not not seek to cause them harm, you know, or want them to lose the door, you know go to some crazy therapy because you don't agree with it. So I also think in the same for Danica, because correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Danica also signed an exclusive with GAC. Yes, she did. Danica, I, Jen Lilly, which I'm not even sure who she is. Mm-hmm. Might kill me. Trevor Donovan, who's been in several, like he's a more well-known. Um, they have all left for um, GAC. So, for Danica, for Trevor and Candace, 
I completely feel that part of it is that um, there's so many other people at Homelock now. And these three are hitting that, you know, a lot, let's face it, a lot of the Christmas movies, the women were a bit younger. Maybe not necessarily the guy, but um, it was, you know, younger, you know, females and whatever. And I think they kind of, I mean, I'm more surprised about Candace because Candace had a very popular whole show, you know. Yeah. On there, yeah, movies and mysteries. Danica had movies, but like we weren't seeing her as much, so I can kind of see it in the aspect that, like, oh, hey, you know, we're not getting as much work, but with and but more so with um Trevor and Danica. But I, I think a lot of people feel, and I'm not sure how I feel about it, but I kind of agree that. It might have had to do with some of the, you know, the values going on over there. But if GAC doesn't have some type of inclusivity or whatever, you know, it's not a real word, whatever, then they're going to come under a lot of fire. You know, I'm not saying that they have to have it. I mean, it has to be, you know, diverse. You know, if it's Lily White, they're going to have a huge problem and they should, you know. So... We'll see. We'll see. I think more so, like I said, I think more so for Trevor and Danica, it's like, oh, hey, we're not getting as much work as we used to be. And I kept putting Trevor, like, in the dad spot. Like, his yeah. little... couple of movies, like, Jean, he was like a dad. I was looking here, and that Jean Lilly, I think that's how you're saying, L-I-L-L-E-Y, she actually was in quite a bit of Christmas now that I'm looking at her picture. Yeah, I'm looking at um, She was in quite a bit. And she was a she's a younger actress. Mm-hmm. I would say she's probably in her early thirties, if even if she is even in her thirties, I'm not sure. Yeah, no. Um, but it just there's also so many more of them now, yeah. you know, and we're kind of seeing the same ones a lot, and it's not those, you know, those two. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I hate that they signed an exclusive contract. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I would have liked to have still seen them. Um, of course, we still can because they did, you know, they still have the movies that we love. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I hate that there was kind of a, and maybe it was where the, you know, like you said, um, the C, what was the CEO? What was the, yeah, it was the CEO of Crown Media that left, correct? And went to GAC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they felt some type of loyalty towards him. That could be a lot of the reasons. Oh why. yeah, there could be there could be a lot of things. I you know, and we don't know. We, you know, listen, I'm gonna watch them as well. I mean, I watched the Lifetime ones. I watched the Up TV ones. You know, um, and I've watched a few over on um, you know, GAC. I mean, but people have to understand too. Like some people were saying when it first happened, like, "Oh, we're not going to support them." When you, if you do that, oh, you're not going to support Donna. You're not going to, you know, whatever, because they went over there. But you're not. It's not just. Yeah. A lot of the people who write for Hallmark are also the same writers. You know, Cameron, yeah, they write for everybody. So many. It's so many. So much more than you know that, and so we just kind of have to wait and see. Um, what happens? I think it'll eventually all. Hey, maybe they offered so much money that they couldn't pass it up. Who would? You know. Probably. I mean, it would have to have been substantial. I, I mean, I don't know how much GAC makes. 
Um, I couldn't imagine they make probably as much as Hallmark does. Yeah. Um, You know, if you've got a reasonable amount there and you've also got the man that probably gave them their, you know, Hallmark career or whatever. Oh, um, there's there's a lot of reasons. I am absolutely sure. And let's see here. I think that's, those are probably the only ones I really know. Yeah. Um, those four. And I was looking at the list here of the ones they're showing that are past ones they're showing this time. And it's the Shoe Addicts Christmas. That one was Candace Cameron Bure. Mm-hmm. Um, Crown for Christmas. Uh, you, Me, and the Christmas Trees. I think Danica was in that one. Yep. I'm not sure they're going to show some. I'm just saying, like, it's not nearly as many as I thought. Yeah, not quite as many as they usually do. So, yeah, I'll probably still, I'll watch them. I, I, you know, I watch, I just find people that I like and I'll I'll watch them. I don't pay really attention to much anything. The Nine Lives of Christmas is on tomorrow at 8. The Nine Lives of Christmas is on tomorrow at 8. That's your favorite. It's my favorite. The only thing I didn't like about the Nine Kittens of Christmas was the fact that they broke up. I know. Oh, Candace is actually on tomorrow at 10 p.m. too. The Christmas contest, which she was actually way better in that than our co-star, no offense, John Brotherton. But that one was like a little weird. But again, usually when they show these marathons, they show those two endlessly. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. And of course, my favorite one's on there, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. I love that stupid movie. I love that one. I've watched that one 50 gazillion times. I love it. That and that one with... Uh... Oh, my brain is not working. The one... Lacey. Lacey. Mm-hmm. Princess of Hallmark. The one where she finds out he's a, a secret prince because you know that I'm a sucker for a secret prince. Look, they're both every time. Oh my god, you and you and those prince ones. They're both on um Monday actually, Danica and Candace. I my theory's just been proven wrong, but whatever. Okay, I just I didn't see them at all in those two weeks, that's why. So all right, well, do we have any other news that we want to talk about before we get into chat with uh, I think there was one thing. Let me just check. Okay. Um, it was oh, I wish I could think of that. It's Rama bothering me. I can't Rama. think of that movie with the radio, with him being the radio host and cannot remember that one. I swear to God, I feel like it was on in these past two weeks. I know which one you were talking about. Oh, there's a new movie being filmed in Salisbury, North Carolina. There's no... I've not been able to find anything about who's in it yet, but the people in Salisbury, North Carolina are very excited. And There's um, pictures starting to pop up here and there, so I'm going to keep an eye on that, but there, it's called To Her With Love, um, which sounds like it's a take on some graphic classic things. I think well, it would probably right. soon start hearing some stuff about Fall Harvest. And I was not impressed with Fall Lord, Harvest last they, year. Don't get me started. There was not enough pumpkins. It wasn't the, a lot of those, I feel like they just put in there. Wasn't, wasn't it like the South Beach one was in the Fall Harvest? Yes, I didn't understand that. Like, this year better have some more 
fall in it. Oh, look, that Vanessa was in Heart of the Holidays, where career-driven Sam returns to her hometown for the holidays, which could be anybody, where she comes face-to-face -face with a high school boyfriend, Noah. Of course, again, that could be any, that could be any movie. Um... What are you talking about? The Vanessa, the Vanessa check that we were that we were talking about. Oh, okay. Oh, that wasn't a good one either. Complete list of stars who are not leaving. Ryan Peavy is not leaving. He signed an exclusive contract. Mm hmm No, yeah, I know. Thank goodness. Ooh, Christmas by Starlight. I love that one with our boy Paul Campbell and Kimberly Suster. Okay, wait, this is the one thing I wanted to say. So the other day was Paul Campbell's birthday. So I sent him a little tweety tweet, you know, saying how much we loved him and he replied to us and that just like totally made our week, month, and year. Okay. Now, my love, lead me through this Chesapeake Shores, which is coming back at <gasps> correct. I know. For season what, five? Sixth and final season of the O'Brien Family Saga premiere Sunday, August 14th. And the farewell run will only have 10 episodes, which I think is what they usually have. That's all they have. Mm-hmm. Before you lead us through this, my lovey, I'm going to say this. I don't, I, I, mm, they should just like pay Jesse Metcalf $27 million to like come back and save the show. My name, go ahead. I haven't watched any of the new seasons. I'm still in the Jesse Metcalf season. Well, you know, I watched... I'm just, I'm just saying. That. I know he leaves. I know he leaves. Mm -hmm. And oh, I have one. I think the... I'm okay with it. After the last five episodes that I've watched, because what we decided we were gonna do is watching, trying to watch ten episodes in like a like one week. I have like very eclectic things that I like to watch and. I like to watch different things. So <laughs> we've decided to do season three. Each season we're going to do it in uh, two different parts. So it's about five episodes. Um, we're going to be watching about five episodes per review. Yeah. So this part we're doing season three, episode one, two, three, four, and five. Um, and we start out with Trace. At the end of season two, Trace had left to go on tour. And at the beginning of season three, he is back. Um, so you get a little bit of him still being on tour and then coming back. And then um, I think she goes on tour with him for like a week. Yes. Um, Abby finds the letter that she wrote to Trace before she married her ex-husband. Mm -hmm. um, let's see, you've got the drama with Jess and Bree over the book. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else? I can tell you, I'm not a huge Jess fan. Still not. I have not been the entire three seasons. And Abby's starting to get on the nerves just a little bit, obsessing over this whole pictures of her and her kids in the um, tabloids, which I've never had that deal with that, but I feel like 
if you're going to be dating somebody that is somewhat popular and is on tour, that that's probably going to happen. Like, that's a legitimate thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's nothing you can do. People are going to take pictures. And it was like she was obsessing over it the whole time. Did you feel like that? So this is season three is where I started to not care about her at all. She became, so there was the whole thing with like Trace in the pictures, which like you said, we've not been in that position, but I feel like she was acting like Trace was paying these people to do it. You know what I mean? Like he, she blamed him for the whole thing. She's so unsupportive. He should have left her earlier. Right. And I mean, like the pictures weren't that, like they weren't bad pictures and it wasn't like it was bad press. It was very well, I felt like it was very well touched. Like, you know, there was like one picture of them kissing and the other one of him putting one of the girls on his shoulders. Yeah. I don't feel like they were that bad. And I feel like she just made a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. She, they, they wrote her as such a shrew, you know? They I, hope she, I hope she gets better. She doesn't. Spoiler alert, she really doesn't. She doesn't get any better. And no. I like I like her. I like the actress. I love um, But I don't really like the way she's playing. And then um let's see what else what other storyline did we have? We had Jess and was it Jess and Bree and the book? Mm-hmm. It was like she was kept saying that that character was her, and no, it's actually Bree. Mm-hmm. And ugh, I don't know. I feel like Jess is like way out of touch with reality. Do you feel that way? Um. Okay. So. Yes. I am way far ahead. Way far ahead. I I'm finished, but I have to go back and rewatch so that we can recap these, you know, um, you know, better or discuss them um, better. But um, I I I'm caught up. Like season six can start tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm here. You know, I never liked, you know, Jess ever. Ever from the beginning, the whole like she needs to grow up like a long time ago, you know. This this one I felt like a little bit bad for her, like with the whole um um what's her husband's name? Uh, what's her husband's name? His boyfriend's David now. It's David. Well, spoiler. Right. David. Oh. Yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, I knew they got married. I knew they got okay. married. So, okay, so anyway. so yeah, so her then boyfriend, like the whole thing with the parents, we was trying to like break them up, and thankfully Bree was there to help her figure it out, and she stood up for herself. But there's the whole thing where they're fighting over the book, and how dare she, you know? How well, she's dare, a writer. She's gonna write about what she knows. Yeah, like how dare Bree tell the story? It's her story too. And they all, most of them, like, attack her for wanting to tell it because they're selfish. Season three did not paint most of the O'Briens in any decent light, except our boy Kana, who's constantly, like, shoved around by, like, this family. And Brie, I like Brie way more than I like Jess. Brie is just shit on by the family over and over and over again because Jess is a whiny little bitch. I can't stand her. 
She's not real, but I can't stand her. I mean, Brie is, I actually like, like her character quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like so far she's probably, I feel like she's pretty realistic. But, I mean, I really didn't feel like any of the other family really gave Brie too much of a hard time about the book. I felt like it was mostly Jess. You know, brother looked at it, which the older brother, Kevin, looked at it and um, kind of was like, okay, yeah, it's fine. And, you know, Abby really didn't say much about it. But, you know, Jess? Abby is the most level-headed. Did you get to the part where the father looked at it yet? I don't think so. Okay, yeah, so we'll discuss that next time. Because there is, there, so I'm, because I'm ahead of you, so there is, you know, more to it, so I'm reacting to a little bit more. But to, to back it up, I think Jess is just such a horrible character. Like, she never really wants to own up to anything that's up bald, you know. Anything she doesn't like can't be done. It's just so annoying. It's like, go to therapy, right? And that, I will say this, though. That whole scene of when she has, when she puts that dress on and she goes down to like the party area and she's like, listen, mm-hmm. this is how it's going to be. I, I, she kind of redeemed herself a little bit. And then when she runs back and there's Brie in her dress <laughs> with all the suitcases and they run in and get in the cab. That was the best part of the whole season. That's the power, girl power. That was like the greatest part of the thing. She has her moments. I loved when she stood up for herself. I take outside of, if she's interacting with people outside of her family, she's a halfway decent character. When she's within her family, she wants everything to be, they, they've written her so that, like, you know, the world revolves around her. She's Nothing a spoiled little brat. She's, yeah, and the whole thing, you know, like, you know, even in the season three, like, she's still, like, blah, 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 you know, about her mother. And it's like, okay, I get it. I do. You want it to be realistic, but you're killing it now because she's just coming off as awful. You're not showing her making any opportunity to try, you know? Right. And then, so it's season, these first five episodes, it really started to make me dislike Abby, who overall I do like, right? But it just showed, yeah. this, I think, started to show like how um, she can't compromise. You know, like the whole family for the most part, except maybe Brie and Connor, are, and I do like Brie, are extremely, I feel like Brie's the one that gets lost in the shuffle. And I feel like Connor is the one that'll like push against the family norms and like gets. Well, it goes back to the first season when I left him at the freaking miniature golf. Mm-hmm. He's like the forgotten one. And, yeah. and I love Connor and I love Connor's character, but I will tell you, I was very angry with him his first episode. When Kevin saw that girlfriend of his getting into, you know, having dinner, getting into a car with that guy, and he told Connor that, and then Connor got mad at him. Uh Like, don't get mad at the messenger. Yeah. And then, then, like, when he found out it was true, it was everything Kevin thought it was. You know, then he stopped talking to his brother because he was right. And it's like, why are you mad at Kevin? <laughs> yeah, well, people don't want to hear the truth, especially, I think, when um, they suspect something. You know, it's always hard to, you know, um, hear it. And I think it goes along with the um, the, ca- oh, God, the character. Um, 
I'm all tangled up in my wires. <laughs> the um the character kind of being like the forgotten one and kind of feeling like he's not good enough, like, you know, for the family and and everything. So like, oh now he's feeling it um again in a, a different way and his brother's kinda like, you know, a little bit the golden, you know the golden child, you know, along with um Abby and everything. But you know, it just it didn't pay so many of them just came off the father a lot um in the next few episodes. So but between Abby being just like a witch for like really no I mean a good reason but she's not support she just it just really started of the, uh, the sense of how like she's really not supportive of his career, you know, at all. In in my opinion. Right. And then Jess being Jess, except she had that amazing moment when she was like, you know, F you people. Like, I love them. You don't like it. You can go F yourselves. That was amazing. Um, I didn't like the way she treated Brie, but then, of course, expected Brie to be there for her. And, of course, she was because that's how Brie is. But Sarah, this is why I started to hate Sarah. Sarah, I can't stand her. I, I, was, I love this show and I love to hate them, you know, so it's great. But even her with the whole now like, Sarah's Kevin's yeah she's he, he's trying to help her and she's like and it's it's realistic like you have a traumatic event and you start like doing like all these things to like prove you're fine and you're invincible I get that that's like you know rather realistic a lot of people go through that but they write the women so bitchy I mean we are we, women women are bitches but they wrote these three like so I don't I like it's hard to even watch it and feel like they can redeem themselves yeah I'm not a huge Sarah fan <clears throat> I say Brie I like Brie I like Connor Jess kind of redeemed herself and she's not if she turns into not being such a spoiled little brat I think I'll like her more and... don't get your hopes up come on I know I sound bitchy but I do I sound super bitchy because there was a lot of good parts I mean so did Abby's ex show up in the first few episodes because I, I watched further ahead because I wasn't sure how many we were doing but so no, I think no I think that's later on in the season because I have watched the rest of season three but I can't really remember right exactly this- everything Really good stuff coming up with Ab with um Abby's accent and everything. And then we all know that goes to um Hell in a Handbasket. Because like I said, we've backed up a little bit to refresh our minds because we we have um and it was curious because I knew that we I was curious because I knew that we talked about a lot of it. I'm like, oh, will I see but not really. But maybe that's just me because I'm a mean I'm a mean person. I'm a very cranky person. Um what was I gonna say? What was I saying? But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff coming up that I can't wait week till we can talk about when we refresh our brains. But I think the first five episodes were rough because every everybody's like crankier than I am, <laughs> and it's like, what do you want you me to? You are like? not cranky. I am. I am. I'm like shouting and I'm like talking over you. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> but it is. It's, I suffered through. Not suffered. That's the wrong word. Because I did enjoy watching them, and the, the drama is is great. But it was almost like the misunderstandings and the miscommunications and the tension was a recurring theme for too many people. You know, yeah. Abby, 
Kevin and Sarah, Jess, Jess and David's family, like they picked a plot and they did it with everybody. Yeah, I would kind of agree there a little bit. And then let's see, what else did we have? We had the, you have Mick and Megan, which is mom and dad, um, mm -hmm. helping the brother. What was it? They were doing the renewal of vows for his brother and the wife. And I know that um, they get back together, I think, spoiler alert, because I think I've seen previews for it. Um, so I think this is kind of the um, precursor, I guess. Yeah, I believe so. Getting back together. And then, and then Simon. I I'm still so upset that Simon and Bree didn't wind up together. And I hope I want. I mean, so then there was Victor Webster's, you know, character. <laughs> oh, I love Victor Webster. He's another one of them that I love. He needs to come back in season six. I don't know if you wrote it yet, Hallmark. I don't know what you have planned. I don't know why these people in my TV have on so much green, but whatever. Um, on, but like they need to bring him back and they need to have her with um, him. I don't remember what season he popped up in, but I just wanted to throw that out there. So well, he was in the season at the beginning. He wasn't. He, wasn't. he was in season two because he is the lawyer that um, exactly. Connor works with. Uh -huh. um, Thank you. Over the um, the trust on that property. Right. You're correct. Thank you so much. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember who he was. Like he was perfect for Abby. Oh my God. So absolutely perfect. Plus he's Victor Webster. He's like oof. Chef's kiss of a man. He's got that uh, Ryan TV look. Yeah. He's a little you, bit older. Yeah. Since you have Ryan, I'll take Victor. Is that fair? <laughs> no. That's you gotta share it. No. What do you mean no? Yeah, I haven't. You can't take him. You can't take him. I'll share. I'll share with you. <laughs> you have to share Ryan. Well, that I will share Ryan. So you you had to think about that one for a second. It caught you <laughs> up. You're like, wait, what? What? That's how this works. I didn't know that. It's like um, Paul Campbell. We both love. We have a mutual love for Paul Campbell. I know. I know. But I'm I don't just think our mutual love for Paul Campbell compares to our individual love for Ryan <laughs> No, no, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think Paul is adorable and everything. Absolutely. Um, but let me hold on. Okay, let's get back to Chesapeake before we go off Sorry. on a tangent about. No, no, I am the one that started it. Um, I'm, I'm trying to find his name. Um, Simon. Okay, I feel that Simon Atwater. First of all. I love the actor. I wish I would see him in more Hallmark movies. I wish, 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 wish he'd play a prince or something. Um, I think he's so great. I wish they had gotten together. You know, Simon was such a great character. And she was, like, very, eh, you know, with him until the end and, you know, whatever. And I just feel like they didn't give him a good enough chance with her. I think they would have been such a great character and they could have been like the normal character, you know, she, he, I think he balanced her out very well. And I think he could have supported her. His type of character could have supported um, her quite a bit, 
you know, against her family and like really, you know, bolstered her. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Now, Oliver Rice is just a great actor. I really, really love him. Um, I just wish they had given that couple more of a chance. I think they would have been so good together. And I think they would have had what they try to go for with, um, and maybe that's why they didn't do it with Jess and David, where Jess is like, so, ah! and David, like, is like, okay, you know, and like <laughs> mellows her out. I feel I like, like that. I, like I loved it. I see him popping up in the movies, which is great. I, I feel like Simon and Bree could have had that, and they took that from me. I Sorry for the spoiler alert, but, but you already knew that. And it kills me. It hurts me. And I guess maybe that's why I'm angry at everybody else. He played in Eight Gifts of Hanukkah last year, I think, is what this movie is. And his name is Nigel in this movie. Is that not such a movie, like, a name for him? Perfect. I guess perfect name for him to play because he's got that. Nigel's very like, I feel like it's a very English British name, um, and it fits him. Prince Nigel, Duke Nigel, Baron Nigel, Prince King Nigel, something Hallmark. Anyway, well, I can tell you this, Hallmark. If you do not try some way in the world to give that man a prince episode or a prince um starring role in some kind of princess prince movie then you're you're missing out <laughs> really are i'm actually going on twitter right now to tweet them this dear hallmark as you're planning your christmas movies is this year we're going to get oliver rice as a prince dear sincerely all of us <laughs> i would love i would love community. I would love as we're going into season six, see if people, not necessarily just him, but see like other people, like people that were popular, like minor characters, even like for an episode or two pop up, you know, it would be nice. You know, I know you're not as caught up as I am, so I won't say too much. I dislike the new um, love interest. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't have to love it. I'm still going to watch the show. I still love the show. I really enjoy the show. I really enjoy complaining about the show. And as much the, as they the de- complain about the characters, we still love them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, and she, you're like, I don't complain about them nearly as much as you do, mental case. Why are you dragging me into this? No, I'm, I'm pretty... I'm, I'm literally... I, I mean, I called Jess a spoiled little brat, so, like... I just feel like that's how she is. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. is there anything else that we would like to talk about that happened in season uh, three, part there, one? About, about Chesapeake Shore, season one. Um, no, I mean, we do, we are going to start seeing, like, it sets up, like, some growth. It sets up a lot of other um, storylines. So things, I think the second half of season three is a little bit more balanced. Not everybody kind of has, like, the same angst going on. Mm-hmm. So. I, I, but I think it was, I think also when, tell me how you feel, it was the start of like where we constantly just feel bad for Connor. Yeah, Connor kind of just like, I don't know what Connor did for the karma that he has. Right? Because it's just really funny to me because my dog's name's Karma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a jinx and a karma, but. Yeah, um, we kind of joke that, you know, if you don't watch out, karma might bite you in the butt. 
Mm-hmm. But she, she's a big sweetheart. But um, I kind of feel like he must have done something bad in his previous life or something. Because the first thing we deal with is him losing, not seeing that clause within that settlement agreement about if there's no rule, then it goes back to the land rules for the original when the property was originally done or something. So pretty much Mick can do anything he wants to with it. Um, and then the whole girlfriend thing. So he's yeah, he just every Connor. he just never seems to catch a break. Mm-mm. And I truly feel bad for him. <sighs> yes, yes, yes. Do you so, have anything else? So even though well, there's one piece of whole month news I wanna I wanna go over in just a second, but so you haven't seen any of five. You have maybe a vague idea of what happens, right? I won't say a mm, word. I have but, nothing. Like, I've not okay. watched any of it. Okay. So you have not seen any of season five. That's fine, because there's some big stuff. I don't want to ruin it, right? There's some good... I actually, and I actually want to go back and rewatch some of it. And I will as we, as we do this. Now. Season six. Right? Yes. When does it start? Uh, August 14th, I believe. Okay, so, so maybe uh, we can like we'll maybe, get there. Like we can get we can get caught. Like I'll watch we can get off. Yeah, episode. We can... Our next episode will do oh. the last part of season three, and then I think season four is literally just six episodes because that was when COVID COVID hit. Yeah. So okay, you know nothing about season five, which I said like twenty thousand times now because I just keep repeating myself. What? Let's pretend like. What would you want to see? For the characters as you know them now. Well, you know Trace leaves. So Trace, you know, is, is gone. That's not a spoiler. It was out in the news. You'd have to be on the homewalk, you know, rock not to know this. So yeah. what is based on what you do know, even from like season four, would you want to see happen for these characters? Hi, my baby. Come in. I mean, like knowing that which i know is not going to happen knowing that trace leaves mm-hmm. um, i would like to have seen abby with victor webster's character mm-hmm. i would have really liked to have seen that um i'm not a huge fan of the gentleman that's in season five right um he played on one tree hill which is one of my favorite movie tv shows i was mm-hmm. not he played um an agent, a sports agent for one of the brothers. And um, I'm not a huge fan of his, so I'm not really looking forward to that that storyline. But um, I would have liked to have seen Abby with Victor Webster character. Um, I like David with Jess, so I'm happy. And I know that they do get married. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what I would expect. Um Connor, I would like for him to find somebody. <laughs> somebody that's not dating other people. <laughs> Preferably. Um, I would like to see him have his own ball, you know, practice. Um, Kevin, I would like to see him, you know, I think he wanted to be a paramedic. So I'd like for him to finish that. Um, and I don't really care too much for her, but um, 
I know I know a lot though. I know they get married, don't they? Or they at least get engaged? No, they get married. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, and Bree, I would like to see her finish her book, go on tour, and marry Simon. <laughs> I really, yeah, I really want the parents to figure out what the hell they're doing. Um, okay, Bruno. And um, nobody Bruno. And I want, I mean. I want Connor, similar things for Connor. I want him to have a successful office. I want him to just be happy and confident because he deserves that. And then I want, I want, my biggest thing is, I mean, whatever they do with Abby, I don't think people are like really going to be happy. You know what I mean? I would love to see them. I would love to see it where they end it, like where she's not with anybody and like she's happy and raising her kids and getting on with her life, you know? Um, but it's Hallmark and everybody has to be in love, which is like, whatever. And my biggest thing is like, I'm over Kevin and Sarah. I kind of like, don't care what happens to them, which is horrible to say. But, um, because I don't think the two, I can't, I'm not really invest as much. See, so with like Jess, I'm like ranting and raving about Jess, but Jess, the actress has charisma. Like she plays the part, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like passion this fire like there's what this character kevin i love the actor that there's no chemistry between the two of them so i don't care about them so but from brie i want like my biggest thing is brie and connor like i want them to have successful storylines i want brie to find some peace and to be able to say to these people f you I am going to do what I want. I'm going to run my bookstore and I'm going to write what I want and listen, you know, and everything. So my biggest, my biggest things are Brie and Connor. I can't wait to see what they do with, um, to do with them. I know like out of all of them, the most I would like my life to be like is Brie because like, yes, I talked to, to my husband about this. One of my biggest like dreams has always been to be a writer or and um, I told him I said if I had unlimited money and there was a market for it I would totally open a bookstore and have like a coffee mm-hmm. baked goods type of deal with like a bookstore that didn't necessarily look like a bookstore with couches and fireplace and everything like that so out of all of the characters Bree's probably the most that I would like to be like out of all of them um <clears throat> I kind of feel like she has a little bit of the dream life a little bit there um, because she has wrote and does write. And <clears throat> I think she now I think she's the most realistic character and I feel like Brie is pulled to pieces by her family. You know, Khan is the forgotten one but Brie is the one where everybody wants them to side with her. And like, I feel like she's the empath of the family and takes it all on. Mm-hmm. And it's just like too overwhelming for her. I think like, she's the most realistic character um, of them all. And let me ask you this because I, it was kind of teased in like season one and two, but we never really hear it. I don't know if it ever gets paid off, but grandma going to Ireland mm-hmm. and them finding the Claudine. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first season, 
Do they ever pay that off, or does it just? I really don't. Oh, I I don't I don't remember. I don't think so. There was a there's like a little bit of a mystery there set up for Granny, but didn't really ever come to tuition, I or you know fruition or whatever they say. Yeah. So I think that wraps up um, season uh, first half of season three with much more to come. But there is one piece of Hallmark news that we skipped over, and it was pretty big. What did we miss? Andy McDowell returning to Hallmark with a new drama. I did not know that. <gasps> yes, I loved Cedar Cove. Oh my god, it was so good. I was devastated when it went off. I loved it. Um, Andy McDowell is set to headline a show called The Way Home. It's uh, about an intergenerational family drama that packs a time travel twist. So I think it's kind of like Outlander type thing. I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't like the Outlander. Um, production begins this summer. In okay, where- hold up. Did you just say you don't like Outlander? I think those words came out of my mouth. Yes. Have you actually watched it? I have heard, read the books, and I can't stand them. I have not watched it because I can't stand the books. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. I never read the books, and I love the TV show. You have to watch it. I will try the TV show. I will give it five episodes after that. If I don't like it, I'm oh, done. Oh, you'll be hooked. I have no, I have no, it's, it's well, everything the, we, we, we love. In the book, she annoys the shh out of me. So. No, she's a good character in the movies. And okay. Jamie is everything a woman could ever want. <laughs> okay. I promise for you that I will try it. So, okay. Andy, go okay. set Let's to go back to the movie. Sorry. Production, production begins in uh, Canada, of all places. Shocking. Um, hailing from da, 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 the mother-daughter writing team of Heather Conkey and Alexandra Clock, who does Heartland. It's supposed to premiere in 2023. It's really not that far off because we're halfway through 2022. The Way Home follows the lives, and yes, I'm just reading this. The Way Home follows the lives of three generations of women within a family and spans the years by way of a time travel twist. I love time travel, so as long as they get it right. Um, McDowell will play Del Landry, who has more than for more who for more than 20 years has been estranged from her daughter Cat. Oh God! Due to life-changing events that created a chasm in their family, when Cat returned home. To their small Canadian town with 15-year-old daughter Alice in tow, a grandchild Dell is yet to meet. A surprising discovery unexpectedly sets the trio on a path toward healing. Shocking. And helps them find their way back to each other. Um, we found our perfect Del Landry and Andy McDowell, Crown Media Family Network, blah, blah, blah. It was crucial to cast somebody with the ability to handle nuances and depth of the role. I love Andy McDowell. So I, I love Cedar Gove. I love pretty much everything she's done. Um, so I am super excited for this show. My sister was actually a big Cedar Cove fan, um, as well. Okay, I'll make you a deal. I will watch the Outlander, right? And we'll talk okay. about it. Why the hell not? If you and they're on when you ha- when you have time, we don't have to do them at the same time because they are on demand. I want you to watch the postables from the beginning. Signed, sealed, signed, sealed, and delivered. Okay. It's a deal. Oh. I will oh. forewarn you that Outlander is um, 
like 20 on for 20, 20 years you know, I know yeah but I will warn you um which is not a problem I watch this stuff and I watch this stuff but it's very um did you say you watch smut is that what you said well I mean I read smut uh-uh. but <gasps> no I didn't say but my husband watches the boys and stuff and so it's on there but I mean it is a little um did you hear that smut I didn't say I watched smut my husband says I read smut but I mean I will warn you it's a little risque but yeah, no, no, um, no 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 that I know that that I know it is um that's fine I, I don't mind that's fine um What are they going to say? Yeah, no, that's fine. I'll watch it. Well, once we get into the swing of... Once once we finish... I mean, so our goal for this show is we're still going to talk about Hallmark. Next time we chat, I'm going to talk about uh, another Debbie... Not another, but a Debbie MacHalmer book that I read that... She's so popular. They do so much of her stuff that this this book should have been a Hallmark movie, but we'll talk about that next it time. It probably was at some point. I don't know. It's it probably wasn't. in there somewhere. Uh, like it might be, it might not be like the whole thing, but the storyline's probably in there somewhere. No. Okay, so the very quickly, the book is about um, a girl, a lady, um, and her friends, Angie and uh, Kelly. I don't even remember her name now because my mind is going. But she's, you know, pretty much home lock plot. She's thirty something, blah, blah blah. Wants to find love. She decides to go see a matchmaker. And the matchmaker, it's a guy, her friend Angie actually went to see him and Angie was rejected because he says that you have to do like this 900 page questionnaire. And that's my dog. All right, Bruno, I'm going to go off in a second. Um, Questionnaire. And so he, it's cost $30,000 and he finds you your perfect, you know, perfect match. And Angie was rejected because he said she was in love with some, he was in love he said she was in love with somebody else and she was she was in love with the other girl's brother and they actually get together um in the book they did previously it was a secret blah blah super it's a super book and it's a very thin book it's very short like literally in its size and like in length it's like a quick read it's super cute but which some some filler you know so she and she goes on angie the other girl kaylee she goes and he and she's so he's like very like stiff and proper right a little british even though he's not british you know mm-hmm. and but they could put a british person in his you know spot and it would be like perfection and he doesn't like he's like very like ix the questions not like rude but like very professional but like she challenges him on a lot of things so of course like she ends up falling for him right and mm-hmm. through like little twist he the professionalism between them starts to like waver and of course like he falls in like in love with her too but he's like you can't fall in love with me what i like about it is like it's a bit of a reverse like she wants love she wants the perfect family the perfect christmas the two and a half kids you know and he's like no uh, he's the one that's like no i'm not good at love but not like in a like abrupt like you know nasty you know nasty way and it's so cute it's like perfect Perfect. I'm going to send you this book so you can read it, and then we're going to cast it. Because it's perfect. Out of the people. Yeah, it's so cute. It's it's so it's a really cute book. So, anything else you'd like to add, my lovey? No, I think I'm good. I think I am too. So this is episode ten, maybe eleven. We're going to check because we don't know. 
Because <laughs> we are crazy. Um, so we do hope you have tuned in. If you've tuned in, we hope you've enjoyed it. We will be back on a regular basis. Our um, fearless leader over at thechairshot.com, Greg, is going to get us back into the lineup on a regular basis in a permanent spot. And we so, so, so appreciate his patience with us. And when we reached out to him, he was willingness to be like, nope, you get it done and I will get it on. So, Greg, we really appreciate your patience with us. I've known you for a bit now, so I know you're a lovely um lovely man and the chairshot.com has pretty much everything you can ask for reviews news wrestling sports entertainment it's there um i do think we could use a little bit more on the gossip section you and i have to talk about that i think you, we could run a great gossip column like entertainment column we probably um, could, we probably could. <laughs> um jason probably gonna hear this and go god help me and <laughs> what have i created thank you jason um so I am Liz Puglisi, my lovely, beautiful bestie, Amber Teasley, um, who is also, as I said earlier, oh, no, I didn't say it when we redid it, did I? I don't remember because we started this twice, um, <laughs> is also doing reviews over on W2M.net with uh, Mark Radelik, which I know in the first part we weren't sure how to say the lovely Mark's name. So, Mark, if you're listening, we apologize. And Please tell us how to say your last name and we won't get it wrong anymore. Uh, so go over there. Check her out there. And you're on Twitter at? It's um, Amber Teasley, I think, one. I don't yeah. know. I know. I'm not even I'm, – I'm trying to get more back into Twitter. I'm going to get an up Instagram up and running again so that we can be active. Um, I'm LizzieP224 on pretty much everything. Facebook – not Facebook. Instagram, Twitter. I'm LizPNYC. On TikTok, not that I have anything really interesting up there, um, but come follow us, come chat with us, and please, if you're listening, let us know. Let us know what you'd like us to talk about because there is so much hallmark, and we want to make this about like hallmark content and like not just hallmark itself, but like other aspects of a life that you know are kind of like hallmarky. Not that we have like picture perfect, you know, TV lives, you know, but. Other things that are like Hallmark, that have the Hallmark values and stuff, and maybe stuff that's not, that has a little bit more risqueness, you know? Like Outlander. Outlander. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be adding some stuff, but it's all going to, a lot of it is going to be um, Hallmark and Hallmark type uh, stuff and stuff we'd like to see on Hallmark and following our favorite people to uh, things that they do outside of Hallmark. So. For Amber, I'm Liz, and this has been Home is Where Hallmark is, episode something. <laughs> we we thank him, but we're not sure. We'll get back to you on that. Amber, whatever it's numbered will be correct because Amber is going to check because I don't know how to. And Amber is our tech person who does all the recording, and I have to thank her so much for that because I certainly could never figure out how to do it. Um, so. Home is, where the, home is Where Hallmark is, is back in action. We will talk to you soon. Uh, check us out and check everybody out on thechairshot.com. And you, we're going into a holiday weekend, even though you'll hear this after the holiday, uh, the 4th of July. We hope everybody has a safe and, safe and wonderful Independence Day. And we are going to the summer, so it is a great time to remember the chair shot motto. Always use your head. Be safe, everyone, and take care. Goodbye, everybody.